Hello, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to us from in the world today. A very warm welcome to you. I know that some of you have been waiting for the podcast, and I know that some of you have been listening to the old podcast. So I really am happy that you find that some of these podcasts are helping you, and I want to record this particular episode for you. God has been teaching me a lot about crossing the threshold into our destiny. In the last few weeks, I am still learning. But I know that many of you who listen to our channel, I can feel your dedication and your sincerity in approaching God, and I know that you want to live a good life for Him. So I want to share with you what God has been teaching me, because I hope that you will be able to cross into your destiny in God, and you can benefit the rest of your community by living well for God. Recently, God has been teaching me a lot about our names. You know our names, which were given to us by our parents or by our relatives at birth. It could be the names that we were given at birth, or later on, additional names that we take on for ourselves, or even nicknames that our friends and family call us. You know that God works in wondrous ways, and there's no limit to the ways that God will work, and to speak to us, to show us His handiprint in creation. And I just want to draw your attention today to the very special word that you were given and coded in your name. If you believe that God loves you, and you believe that your parents love you, then you should know that the name that you were given is not callous, is not insignificant. But even when we have fallible parents, there is a divine God in heaven who looks down upon us mere mortals. And has loved us, even while we were yet to be formed in our mother's wombs. And the same God who knows about you, and knows about what you're going to become, your destiny and your life, even yet when you were a baby, is the God that perhaps. Definitely has encoded a special, significant, and a meaning, and an identity for you in your name. I don't know whether you love your name or you hate your name, but I want to tell you today that God loves your names. Even those of us who may come from non-Christian backgrounds, and we may have. 
pagan names, it doesn't matter, because I'm going to illustrate to you how much God loves you just by your names. Are you excited to find out more about yourself and find out more about how God views you? Now, first things first. Let's start by being clear and establishing what we are not doing. So, when I ask you to take note of your names, I am not talking about divination. You know that there are many different sources of knowledge. The non-Christian circus can also give you. Foretelling or fortune telling knowledge, and that is definitely not what I mean. Let's be very clear that we are not talking about divination, and any inspiration that we receive about our names has to come from God, from the Bible, from the Holy Spirit. Okay, so whenever you are looking. For the understanding of deciphering your name, the first person that you should ask is God, and not go to any other sources except God. And if you say, "I don't know how to ask God about my name," I don't hear from God, then it's a matter that you need to cultivate a good relationship with God, so that you can start hearing from Him. That's the first step, and the second point that I want to clarify. I think many of you would know if you do a Google search on your name, especially if it's a popular name, you will be able to find many commercial mess understanding or meanings of your name, and I want to say that sometimes we can look at some of this. But in fact, over the years of history, the actual significance of words and sometimes your names have been diluted or have been lost. So you could do that, but that is not what we are going to purely rely on because it's not very trustworthy. It's too commercialized. And thirdly. While you are at it, I want to remind you to be patient, because as you delve and understand more about your names, your origins, and even to discovering what God wants for your life, it's going to take you perhaps several years. You're not going to have all the answers that you seek right away, so you need to be patient. And it's gonna be like layers, layers of meaning as you understand more about yourself, and understand more about your relationship with God. Now, I also want to challenge you that while it might be easy to use your first name, especially if it's a very popular name. You'll be able to find lots of meanings about it, but I want to challenge you to use your entire names, including your first name, your family name, your surname, and your last name, and even your middle names.、Um, we have done this with several of our students. 
and every single instance, it is amazing what we have discovered. The whole picture showing us how creative and how wise and intelligent God is. The whole picture that He is putting together of you. At this point, it might be safe to say that in our fallen world today, most of the time, if not always, you will be able to find good and bad elements about your name because we live in a fallen world. So expect to find both positive and negative connotations on your name. And do not worry, even if your names have a lot of pagan roots, because as I will illustrate to you, God is in the business of saving lives and redeeming even tainted or spoiled destinies. Sorry, I realized that my voice is very nasal today. I think it's because I'm recovering from a cold or flu. So hopefully you can hear me well. Now at this point, I think it would be good for me to try to describe to you how God sees your names. How many of you know that God is a very creative and imaginative and expressive God? How many of you can see the beauty of God's creation? In the natural world around us, attesting to the creative and artistic qualities of our God. Now, when God created you, just like He created nature, you are unique, and you are a thing of beauty, of His creation. Therefore, it helps. If you see yourself the way that God sees you, and He is creating works of art of you and your life, creating poetry and literature and works of art concerning your name and you. So later, I'm gonna suggest some ways how you can approach this activity or exercise. And the next point that I want to bring out is that I know that not everyone is blessed enough to get a good Christian names. There are some of us who may have pagan parents and background, so we may be named after secular gods, which are not the Christian god. And some of us have even changed our names or tried to get rid of some names that we don't like. Have you ever wondered why you do that or why people do that? Sometimes people may even think that I should not be called this name. I think it was a mistake. Like, I know that I'm supposed to be called the other name. Why do you think some people have this kind of ideas? That's because our names, whether you like it or not, it is irreparably part of you, part of your identity, part of your past, part of your family's past and history, 
and also beckons towards your future and your destiny. For this reason, our names, like our paths, they don't get discarded. They don't get thrown away. Even if you do change your name, they don't disappear. They get layered on. You layer on different names, other names. To reject your names would be akin to rejecting your identity. That there's some part of you that you dislike and you hate, and you don't want to recognize it. I would encourage you, rather than throwing away or trying to throw away something that you don't like, I encourage you to bring it to God, and tell God that you have this problem. Of this name that you don't like, and you're going to ask God for creative solutions, how He can redeem it, how He can transform it, and how He can flip it into something that is good and positive for you in the future. I've talked so much on the theories and the concepts. Now let me give you some examples from the Bible. Let's look at some Bible characters where God has pointed out how God changes their name or God gives them new names. Jacob's name meant deceiver, as in a trickster. And if you know the story about Jacob. You know that since he was young, he put on disguises, and he tricks his brother Esau into giving up Esau's birthrights. And his name showed elements of his character, which is very cunning, very smart, conniving, not above tricking people. And sometimes these people are bad to him, right? Like his uncle Laban, who exploited his services for many years. So Jacob has lived his life in this way for much of his life. But at that life-changing encounter, when he was terrified that his brother would catch up with him. And exact revenge for tricking him many years ago. That night, he cried out to God. He wrestled with the angel of God throughout the night, and wouldn't let God go until God responded to him that he would save him. And that night, God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel changing his lifestyle, his mindset, and how he lived his life from a deceiver, wrestling unfair circumstances, to Israel, meaning one who wrestles with God and prevails. And you know, of course, that as Jacob, Israel, walks along this. Change lifestyle with God over many years. He changed his destiny from one who is always fighting and tricking for his rights to one 
from him came the twelve tribes of Israel. So Jacob's destiny was unlocked when God changed his name. In another very significant example, we look at Abraham and Sarai. After walking with God for many years, there came a time when God went to Abraham and Sarai, and changed their names slightly, not completely, but sufficiently, from Abraham to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah, adding that God element into their new destinies, their new focus, new life. From Abraham, exalted father, to Abraham, father of the multitudes. From Sarai, princess, to Sarah, princess, the difference was the hedge, which is the God element. And over here, you can see the significance of what God is doing. When someone beloved of God walks closely with Him, at a certain point, God may offer to change your name slightly, so that your old identity is not negated, but it is transformed and it is brought up to a higher level. You are released into your full destiny for God. And I have many more examples, but I do not have the time to say all of them. Let me see whether I can put some of them in the handout notes. Very interesting. We can look at the meaning of Moses' name, and of Jezebel's name, even of the changing from Saul to Paul. And the changing from Simon to Peter, Cephas, the rock. And at this point, I hope that you are very excited and you are eagerly asking God, "What is the meaning of my name? What's the significance of my name?" And God unlock the meaning of my name to me. So I just have about enough time. I want to share with you and give you some suggestions how you can explore your name further. So the different ways of deciphering your names. If we do a very straightforward etymological analysis of your name, that is the analysis of the root meaning of your name, and each of the separate syllables in your name. So that is one way that you can try to find out more about the origins of your name. And remember that I told you God is a poet; he's creative, and he is drawing up a work of art concerning you. So other ways you can explore the meanings include homological. Which is the similarity or sound with another word, what rhymes with your name, or associations. So think about that as well. Another one you want to look at is word associations. 
how you link one of your names to another word and see what maybe God is trying to show you there. You can also be imaginative and creative. Think about allusions, um, like putting words to create new meanings when they are placed together. Or even anagrammatic, the rearranging of certain letters in your word. So these are just some of the ways, non-exhaustive, that you can start. And start first by asking God to lead you to the right paths to discover. That's all the content we have for today. I have given you many things to think about. It's not an easy exercise. You're not going to do it in five minutes, but it's very rewarding and enriching, especially for those of you who are seriously thinking about your identity and what God wants you to do for Him in your life. So if you want to write to us, you can do so with your names, your full names, or even your nicknames if you want to. And we will see whether we can help some of you understand your names better if you get stuck. So again, I remind you, it's not fortune-telling, it's not divination, it's purely asking God. I hope that you have found this episode interesting and perhaps even a little bit useful or helpful. Think about what I've shared with you and if you don't believe me, go back and ask God. God is there a secret in my name? Is there something you want to tell me through my name? And let me know how it went. As always, I appreciate the time that you spent with us. And I want to tell you that you are so precious to God. Take care of yourself and your family. And walk closely with God. Learn many things from Him. Never stop learning. And until we speak again the next time, take care. Bye-bye.